Welcome to the PM Growth Expert Show, where we not only give you strategies, hints, and tips on how to grow your rent roll, but we also interview leading experts from around the planet. Now, for 40 ways you can grow your rent roll without having to worry about relying on salespeople or expensive search engine optimization, just go to pmleadsecrets.com. That's pmleadsecrets.com for our free book. All you've got to do is pay for shipping. Take care. Hi everyone, Darren Hunter here. Before we get into our podcast, just want to do a quick shout out for Inspection Manager. What an amazing inspection app platform that they have. And they're really excited at the moment with their tenant assisted routine inspections, where your tenants in the convenience of their own time frame and in the convenience of their rental property, they can be getting you through the app inspections, um, their own inspection or their own photos that they've done. Now this is going to help you, particularly if you're in lockdown, but what we've also found as businesses have come out of lockdown, um, they've found that perhaps they can do maybe one or even two of these inspections a year, aside from scheduling their normal routine inspections. The next step, really go and have a demo, have a look for yourself and make a decision where this could actually work for you too. So go to inspectionmanager.com, request a demo and check it out. Hi, it's Dennis Yusuf and I have got Michael Sands. We are from Inspired Growth Training and today we are on the PM Growth Expert Show. Michael, how you going, buddy? I'm good and I'm so excited to be here as a um, co-panellist instead of a... Uh subject matter expert yeah like you were one of the first people that we had on the pm growth expert show people can go back and and um and have a listen to that of course i think you've you've done a couple for us but uh now you're actually um you know on this podcast not i mean you know i mean you're on all our other podcast channels but this is the first time which is pretty cool that's exciting i feel valued thank you <laughs> your self-worth has grown <laughs> right that's awesome uh mate what a year that we've had so far like um it's been a crazy year of travel already and um obviously we love to get around the world and and learn from other experts everywhere that we go and the topic that we're talking about today it's something that like hardly anyone does well, yeah, okay. So we're just going through a whole intense couple of years with COVID, um, people restructuring, mm. going through their business, you know, seeing what's working, what's not. We're getting uh, a lot of feedback from agencies throughout Australia and the whole world, right? But like, you know, mm. America, UK, Australia, New Zealand about owners selling down their investment properties. Yeah. Uh, and so we're seeing so many agencies losing a lot of managements uh, at the moment. Um, and then, you know, so, yeah, we were just in the UK in December for, for a week or two at a, at a real estate property management event there, and we're talking to property managers and um, sponsors and so on, and that was interesting, and we can go deeper in that. And then yeah. back in the UK, end of January, start of Feb, yeah. meeting yeah. up with real estate agencies in office there, seeing what, what problems that they're facing. Uh, we're in the Philippines last weekend meeting with our, with our team over there, um, helping them work through some of the issues that agencies um, are dealing with at the moment. Um, and, you know, we're speaking to people in New Zealand, all throughout Australia. And I think what we're going to discuss today uh, should hit home with so many agencies out there. And it's something yeah. that we know that it is 
is neglected by so many. It is. And, and people think they're doing it. Like it's something that we'll bring up in conversation, you know, and we talk about and we ask them the question and, you know, they are, they go, yeah, yeah, we do that. And then when we dig deeper and we start to talk about, oh, what, what are the things that you're asking when you're making these calls, et cetera, and they're actually not doing it. There are some that do it, but it, it's, it's a rarity that they're actually, you know, doing it. And, and I suppose we should talk about what the secret is so people have got a bit of an understanding. And, and this is actually, you know, from my PM Lead Secrets book um, that you can uh, anyone can go and have a look at, pmleadsecrets.com. Um, it's secret number five, and it's current client calls. And the thing is, you know, and I do talk about this in my quote at the, uh, you know, at the beginning of the chapter, I'm always getting BDMs, or we are, we're always getting BDMs ringing us up. They, you know, look, I'm just starting in the BM, BDM industry, or it's property manager saying, um, I'm just, you know, moving into that role, transitioning to a BDM as well. And the first thing I tell them to do is practice your scripts and dialogues on your current clients. Give them a call. You've already got permission to give these people a call. They're already raving fans of yours. That's why they've used you. So they're the best people to practice on. And it is neglected because, Michael, we teach people to work their backsides off to win the business. And then the, those clients are neglected because the BDM will go off and chase for more business. They yeah, are really forgotten about, you know. I think, too, like um, when we talk to officers, Time. Time is one of the biggest issues that stop property managers and BDMs and support staff and business owners from engaging with their, their clients. Like we, we ask um, agencies, do you contact your clients? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, we, we do. Um, yeah, we talk to them when there's maintenance, um, when there's uh, open for inspection or routine inspection. And the they're setting a, a negative behavioural um, cycle where the only communication that an agency has with their, with their landlord is when something has gone wrong mm. or, you know, a time that could be stressful for them, so a tenant's moving out, and they don't have that relationship. Now, we're generalising. I'd probably say, though, 95% of agencies... Um, neglect this i like that wording are you setting a negative um well are you setting a negative tone to your clients you know because yeah it's true like whenever i saw you know my company ringing me i let it go to voicemail mm. and i listen to it when i because i've got to get my own mindset ready because you know it's maintenance arrears tenants not you know, wanting to move out or, or whatever the case, you, you, you do know that. It's, it's rare that you get a, a happy phone call um, with regards to something that's going on or, or they ring in to check in on you, you know, it, it is. So a lot of agencies are setting a negative tone. That's, that's really cool. Yeah, but it's, but, it's, but it's not cool. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, my, my agency, you know, one of the agencies that, that we have, as you know, when they go, it's never been a good experience, right? And mm. you know, we're just we're, we're we are one communication away from changing, um, you know, agencies. And you know, I wonder if anyone's listening to this, if they do some research on where that property might be, and if they re reach out to me and try and tell me how great they are, um, I'd be interested. 
And if it wasn't that we were real estate trainers, because we often talk about this, right? We're, we're, I mean, if take take our our positions out the the door, I've got in investment properties as well. You've got investment properties. We're friends. We're walking down the street. You're talking about the bad experience that you're having because it's top of mind for you. I would normally just say, Michael, I'll get my property manager to give you a call. And straight away, you would potentially change business, right? That business is lost. Only that you're a real estate trainer, you're giving them that extra grace. You know, you are giving them that extra grace and stuff. And, and I'm leaving the decision to you because I know your position in your career as well. But maybe I'm the difficult dentist, though. Maybe I'm just a difficult landlord and, I'm a, I, and I expect um, certain things, like how, how I would run, you know, mm. a, a business. But you're right, though. I mean, everyone knows a real estate agent, right? Yeah. And, and we talk about the line of expectation. We talk about that, you know, what is that relationship that you've got with your landlord throughout yeah. your relationship, throughout mm. that entire tenancy? And... And we identify with so many officers that their only touch points are on those negative times. Yeah. And the BDM does all this work and you do all this marketing to capture the lead, to do the appraisal, to get the listing. And, you know, the owner, the client, they fall in love with that process. And then throughout that year, you deliver on everything you promised. But, you know, those things like you're not calling them. You may have charged a double admin fee or you didn't invite them to an inspection or the tenant made a request that, you know, is you know so far out of the park that the owner saw. Well, you're you're an expert. Like you should deal with this. Um, on reflection of that twelve months, all those negative ones together look like a frustrating year. But on their own, on their own, they're okay. Mm. And then we discussed yeah you know, that line of expectation. So what are the things that you're doing with your landlords throughout the year that are above and beyond what you sold them on? Because I guarantee there's like you said there's always. A, You've always got a friend that has another property manager that is always somehow better than your, your, your property manager. What have you got to do to that landlord says, you know what? They're actually pretty good. They remembered my birthday. They sent me this, you know, funky little pen because they know I have a pen collection. Mm. You know, they, they know that I support the bombers. They, they, they know this. They called me for no reason. You know, they're not bad. Yeah, like the yeah. Disney experience. We have a session on the Disney experience, don't we? Everyone should go back and listen to that. Yeah. Um, well, that, that Disney experience we actually did as a, a recording. We both co-did um, that session for the Inspired Growth 2019 conference. So people, a lot of our members, they can go and um, have a listen to that one as well. Um, but, to, you know, that's potentially our next podcast is um, we could talk about that experience. And, Michael, I mean, another experience and I'll bring up, but I think it, it, it's a definite one to do. It's our haircut experience that we had in the Philippines. Um, so we, we could mark that one down. So we'll make sure that Darren um, puts that one down for us because it's setting that client experience um, that we could talk about and then bring that back into real estate. Um, look, we've got a lot of clients that we're training as part of our, um, you know, the Grow 100 um, group series that we're doing, uh, the program for our coaching clients. And, um, you know, calling current clients is something that we have as a line of expectation as coaches for them. You know, we've had some great success with um, Pat and Mel in New Zealand where they identified calling their current clients. It was the first strategy we gave them. And um, over a 12-month period, and we identified over 200 properties that they had in their portfolio. Now, they 
they identified it and and, and I remember um, the discussions that we had with them, Michael, is they started calling them and they weren't able to convert them. And But we then put a, a whole dedicated session on different scripts to say, you know, yes, it's great that we've identified that, you know, they made all of these calls. Then um, we had to wait a couple of months so we could get back into those calls. So you're not calling your current client too often, asking for business and stuff. But we changed the narrative and it was just a giving you a call to say hello. It was, you know, we gave them a, a couple of different options because, you know, the days of ringing someone up and saying, hey, you know, it's Dennis here from IGT Realty, Michael. I just wanted to um, see how things are going. Um, and I wanted to know, do you have any other properties we could manage? It's easy for Michael to say no, because I'm asking. It's easy for you just to say no, you know, but it's not the best lead up question, you know, but I mean, Michael, the script you had, you know, in leading up, you you would simply just ask, is there anything we could do better, right? Yeah, I think people need to uh, realise also that if you don't have that relationship with, with your landlords, don't try and force something. Like, you, you need to have a few touch points. Well, typically, you need a few touch points prior to kind of going in for the kill. Yeah. And otherwise, you're calling out of the blue asking for business is going to throw them. I mean, I, I would call owners, you know, say, hey, Dennis, Michael, IGT Realty, how's, how's everything going? He'd say, good. And then I said, look, there's no real reason for the call today other than just to say today, you know, just check. Is there anything that you need from me um, yep. at the moment? You know, can I be doing anything differently that I'm not already doing? Um, in which case, they'll either say, uh, yes, can you do this? Or no, everything's great. You know, perfect. How's the family? Great. Look, um, you know, I won't take up any more of your time other than, look, if you know anyone um, out there that needs help with, with property management, any questions, please think of me you know, because um, I'm, I'm happy to help. Yeah, perfect. Michael, thanks. Great. I'll do that. Mm. Um, and, and that's the thing. You're now starting that top of mind. Or you might it's even have a building that. Yeah, it's the beginning of building that relationship, right? Especially, I mean, some of the current clients, you may have not signed them up. You may not have even dealt with before. But there's also that hook that you may want to throw in there. I'm actually doing um, a series or I'm doing some rent reviews or some market updates Is in next month. Is there anything that your property in particular that you want me to drill down on? And I'll come back to you, right? Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, great, okay, another reason to call you back. I'm just calling because, you know, we spoke the other month, you know, you wanted to know some further information. Here's some stats. And it can be a video, a video text message also, but it's um, it's just that the connecting, having a hook, a reason, letting them know you will be calling them back. Yeah, okay. You could also feed them to your social. Just want to let you know I've started a, um, you know, we have a, a Facebook or an Instagram or a TikTok account or whatever it is. And we're doing regular updates on the market there. And you may be interested to see it. Um, you know, we are being bombarded with so many emails, right? So social media is an easy outlet for them to go to and have a look at, you know? Um, so you could be feeding them to other avenues of your business. But I, I like the how you've, you're simplified by asking you know, and telling them. So you, you've gotten to know them. You're asking, is there anything you can do better? And then you've got that hook and then you, you're feeding into something. Um, and I suppose when it comes to real estate, you would get people, Michael, that might say, you know what, a friend of mine's trying to rent a property. It's okay to help in that avenue because it's showing you you're an expert still, you know, or a friend of mine's trying to sell a property or a friend of mine can't buy a property. You, you can help in all avenues. 
it's also that lead-in though, right? So once they're on your social media, you, know, you start doing those questionnaires such as, have you thought about renting out your property in 2022? Have you thought about selling in 2022? You know, where you start to then engage. And I think the most important thing is for this strategy that we talk about, which is calling your clients. Yeah. It's not just making that one phone call and then that's it and saying, great, I've done that strategy. It didn't work for me. They didn't give me a property. It's connecting with them again. I mean, we have... We're not going to mention clients' names, but there was a portfolio of about 400 and um, and, a, and a client they were able to find that there was almost 200 extra properties that they weren't managing hmm. um, under their nose. And then it's, okay, well, what's that strategy we're going to put in place now to roll that out? Um, it's when your clients love you, you're, you're a, they're, they're a raving fan. They will go out of their way to help you because you're almost a celebrity. And it's yep. like when you're doing social media in front of them and they start following your journey, they are hooked. They follow you where you eat. They follow you where you travel. They follow you on your inspections. They follow you when you find a property that's been destroyed, right? And they watch what you do to resolve it. You've got a raving fan. And it's just like when they're watching reality TV and, you know, there are the, the humans on there and they're following and they have an attachment to them. Yeah. You want them to follow you and have an attachment with you, almost like there's a celebrity crush. So they're, they're getting that emotional attachment, right, which is something that they could remember a lot easier, you know, which is really cool. Now, to add to that strategy, Michael, we also taught them that they got the list of names and we put it into the back end of Facebook and we set some ads up as well. So they continue to see that top of mind and um, stuff as well. A lot of people forget about that that avenue of social media and uh, we could do a, a social media podcast on on stuff like that as well but it's about continued surrounding yourself with your current clients and turning them into raving fans you know really um that that continued support that you can have for them there you know um i, I guess you know once you've done the first um like call you've introduced yourself you've got that little hook at the end you've got something where you have, you know, your next your next phone call to them, it can be a lot more personal. Mm. You may have found out that they were going to a birthday party or, that, that, you know, someone was, you know, having a baby or the neighbours were moving or whatever the case. So th that gives you a different lead-in question, you know, so for you to do. But what are some other examples? Like you, you spoke about calling current clients, but you, you rattled off the, the negatives of where people are calling. But what are some... Um, examples of reasons to call them. Like you said, you know, you follow, you know, Essendon, I follow Sydney Swans. So if you're a client, I could just send you a text message or a call or a video message and say, hey, Michael, good luck. Swans are playing you this weekend. You know, it, it doesn't even have to be a phone call, but it turns that relationship into, you know, another level, you know. Yes, I mean, you know, if um, it was Essendon Sydney playing on either side one, then I guess you've got to be prepared to not speak to the person ever again. You know? <laughs> but, um, no, I mean, yeah, jokes aside, you need to be human and relatable. Like, for them to want to continue doing business with you, they need to know you, right? And mm -hmm. there's so many property managers out there that fall into, into the role and their only communication has really been, hey, Dennis, Michael IGT, IGT Realty, letting you know I've taken over the portfolio from Darren. And, um, you know, so I'm going to be your property manager. If you have any questions or anything at all, please make sure, let me know. I'll send you an email. And then after that, it's like you're falling into the cycle. But, you know, yeah. you'd be saying, is that no reason? Well, it's a reason call there, but calling your clients. 
hey, I've taken over the portfolio from Darren. I've had a look through everything on the history, on everything that's gone on at the property. I'm excited to manage it for you. Is there anything um, that you want to know about me or is there anything that you want me to know specifically about managing your property? Um, I know there are some notes here, but just want to update any of the information there. Perfect. Um, you know, I can see you live out of the area, you know. How's it gone the last couple of years? You know, it's been pretty difficult yeah. around here. And, and you, you've got a few touch points in that, in that conversation. So for those people who have taken over a portfolio, right, and haven't been having communication with their owners, that's a perfect script, a lead-in script to use. Yeah, that's good. I like it. So when, you, when you're taking over a portfolio, but let's not forget about, like, if, if Darren was moving into the BDM role and letting go of that portfolio, he could actually be calling all of the clients and saying this is his new position now because our company's growing. You know, and, and that could lead into the, this is your script, happy to admit it. I kind of wish I knew this one earlier, where you're asking for them to help you get another business, right? Mm. You know, let's say you've got 100 owners. You've got 100 owners. And, Michael, you know, I've, I've got to let you say this because it's all yours. And I remember when you said it, I was shaking my head thinking, why didn't I think of this one before? The, <laughs> I'd be forever grateful. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely um, a top-level strategy. And, and, yeah, if you if Darren was moving into being the BDM, hey, Dennis, um, letting you know, I've actually now moved into the business development role that we have at the business because we are growing. Um, and I actually have um, Charlotte, who's taken over my role, um, and, you know, she's going to give you a call in the next hour or two once she's, once she's found her feet and gone through the portfolio. We'll do an introduction there. Um, so if you can think, if I can help out with anything you know, regarding your property, uh, please make sure you reach out. But I do have one favour to ask. What's that, Michael? What's that? Um, I'm glad you asked. Um, during the next 12 months, I would be eternally grateful or forever grateful if you could think of me and refer or introduce me to one person over the next 12 months. You know, so no pressure. But if a topic comes up, please think of me and I'll give them a call. I'll help them out. I'll do what I can. And I'll be an extension of the service that we're already offering you. Uh, and I would be forever grateful. So that you got a hundred clients, and you say that to every single person. You know, I mean, it'd be awesome if a hundred could refer one client to you, but that's a hundred personal referrals to your business potentially in in a twelve month period. You and know, if they're not happy with you, find out why they're not happy with you and sort it out. Perfect. Yeah. You know, there's so many opportunities to resolve like bad mm. issues. Yeah, well, you're better off, and that's the thing, and it's another thing, oh, but I don't want to call in case it, it brings up issues, but you're better off calling them and finding out these issues before they go to Google, before they go to Facebook and write bad reviews, or it's, before they leave, right? It's like when Darren's working on profit, the profitability partnerships, right, which are, like, just amazing, and you identify in that who those owners that are rock stars loving you and who, who you know, may have some hesitation and those that are not in a good place right now, it could be because... The portfolio has changed property managers. It could be you know, a few changes in that area. Um, but identifying those on your book who are the, the good, the confused, and those that aren't raving fans, and then saying, okay, well, this is the script I need to use to call these people. Yeah. But yeah. also, too, don't be scared of something that's not actually there. Don't be scared of something that's built in, in the head. Like mm. we, we've um, had experiences where we thought that, um, there were, you know, we've all had people we thought were unhappy clients, and we call them, and they're raving fans. Yeah, you know, yes, you think, you think they're not happy with you, but they are. 
because you know you're thinking oh there was that one thing that was a problem but you're mm. forgetting that you've been over you know well not over delivering but like selling yourself yeah and working with them for such a long time they love you and they realize mm. that yes yeah, sometimes things go wrong and there's mistakes happen but they're forgiving of it and that's what we talk about that line of expectations and the plus yeah. one and the negative ones yeah, it's interesting because we we personally had this experience when we were in the UK just recently, you know, um, for Teens by Design. And I remember you saying, oh, Dennis, you know, by the way, I'm th- we're, we're throwing ourselves under the bus walking into this office. And I'm going, okay, great. You know, nice way to introduce me to these clients. And, and you were thinking that um, we were going to get in trouble and we went in there and they had the the tea, the coffee, the biscuits, they had everything out for us, ready to go. They took us out for lunch. It was a long lunch. They absolutely loved us because, yes, there was that the one issue, but there's so many great issues that, that were occurring, you know. Um, but we think our highlight is that that negative, you know, that they were absolutely raving fans and, and they're looking at putting on more clients, right? They want more business. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's because I guess property managers too, we, we kind of think that, oh, okay, that mistake, you know, could be a costly mistake or mm. um, service level wasn't great. But uh, again, like if you know you've got a good product, a good service, and you make mistakes, you know, here and there, what are you doing to resolve it? And, you know, what are the plus ones you're doing throughout the year to, to make those double statement fee that you've charged, like just an accident, like a pure accident and accounting issue because, you know, how it was loaded into the system. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. And, and uh, that's the thing, like property management is very ruthless. You can make one little mistake and you can lose the business. Whereas if you're doing all of these positive things, doing these no reason calls and that one thing does occur, you would hope that um, it softens the blow for you because it gives you that, you know, look, we have been calling you, we have kept in touch with you. Remember this, this, this and this that, that, that's happened over the last 12 months. Um, and it's just giving them a reminder because when a negative occurs, all of a sudden you forget about all that positivity. You so, know, you know. So then, I, I mean, you know, we could talk about this for, forever, right? But I mm. think we, everyone is listening to this. Can, can we give you all a task, right? Can we get you to just call 10 of your current clients, right? No reason calls. Use a script that we used earlier. You know, hey, Michael, IGT Realty, no reason for my call, just checking in, uh, making sure everything. Um, is going okay with you? Um, yeah, is there anything that you need me to be doing differently that I'm not already doing? Perfect. Um, and and let and, you know and do a hook of you know we're doing something in the next month or two. I'll reach back out to you and then let you know. Let us know if you're in the IGT inner circle. Go on and drop a post and tag Dennis and myself and let us know how you went. If you're not in the IGT inner circle, make sure you go onto Facebook, yep. search for the IGT inner circle, and answer the three questions letting us know you're in real estate. Um, and if you're not in real estate, reach out to us anyway. And because you might be in another industry listening to these podcasts, because um, they do cross over to other, other other industries, let us know how you've gone. Just reach out to Dennis and myself, and we'd be yep. really keen to find out. Absolutely. I mean, it doesn't matter what the industry. It's really important to look after you. You know, your current clients. You know, um, Michael, you get your car serviced. They they reach out to you. How was your experience with us? You you know. Um, even if you get your carpet cleaned, you know, I bought, I bought some new shorts before we went overseas and I've, I've received an email from, um, from the, the company saying, how were the shorts? Did you like them, et cetera? And that, that, that blew me away. 
that was, you know, it would have been nice if it was a phone call, but I don't expect yep. them <laughs> to have the phone call, but an email is better than nothing. And, and it is really important that customer service today, especially when there's so much fee hunting going on, we need to be that raving fan. You know, it doesn't matter if someone refers business to you. You know, if uh, Michael, if you were to refer a, a coffee shop to me, I'm still going to go online and, and look up the Google reviews and, and suss that myself because I'm, I'm, you know, it's based on you, but you still get that vibe and feel. So when these people, um, you know, are being referred to you, they're still going to do their homework. So it's important that um, you are looking after your current clients so that they see a lot of uh, amazing reviews around you and then they get that trust um, based on it. So, yeah, I mean, wrapping this up, Michael, um, I was only talking to a, a client um, a couple of weeks ago <clears throat> and they're relatively new. They're part of the IGT Success Program, which is very similar to the, um, the Grow 100 program that we do with our coaching clients. And um, they started with us, I think it was about last August, and they've got about 60 properties under their belt. And I threw it back at them to call their current clients. And um, they identified, I think it was about 15 new business that they had from other, um, from their existing clients already. And they're not even 12 months into the program. It's huge. Uh, you know, because you, you go to someone's house and you, you're pitching for the business, but you forget to ask if they've got other properties as well. Yes, we should be asking, do you have any other properties that we could help you with at the sign up or... Should be one of the first during, questions. Yeah, or during the process, but sometimes we forget or, or they're not comfortable to tell you because they haven't got that trust. Mm. You know, so, um, you know, making these calls is so important on a lot more levels than we know. Inspired Growth Training, we do this to our uh, our members, they get it. They get a call at the three month, the six month, the nine month, the twelve month. You know, um, we, we're touching base with them all the time. So it's really important that you know, um, you know that our um, members and non-members and anyone listening does this as well. Uh, Michael, when we went to England, podcast such an important thing, and, and and it's another topic that we could cover. You know, we had quite a few people say like we were a sponsor stand, and they're going, hang on a minute, we listen to your podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> You know, which was cool, right? It, it's really cool because um, they, they they then listened to what we had to say, which was really good. And um, it, it's all about marketing. So, you know, maybe that's another topic that we can put down is doing your own podcast. And I think we'll get Darren in as the expert on that one as well. But call your current clients. It is super important. It's not just important. We work so hard at um, you know, winning that business. Now let's work as hard in keeping that business. Mm. I know, focus has to go there. Has yeah. to go there. Yeah, it really does. And um, again, like Michael said, you know, roughly it's a, a, around 95% of the people that we speak with, they're not doing this. They're not doing these no reason calls. They're not calling their current clients asking for help. Um, and they're, they're not giving them a call and building relationship. It's all about connecting with people. Michael, we covered so much, uh, you know, we could easily keep talking about it and giving other examples and stuff. But uh, I think we've given some really good food and energy away for people on this one. Yeah, I agree. Um, we're going to let people digest it now. So do that um, challenge that uh, we mentioned before. Let us know. And, uh, yeah, thanks, everyone. It's been a, been a great session. Yeah, awesome. And if anyone wants to get more 
um, information on, um, you know, on some of the secrets that was secret number five in um, in my book, PamLeadSecrets.com. You can go through and have a look at that. It's free. All you have to do is pay for postage. Within Australia, it's nine ninety seven. Um, you know, it's under twenty dollars if you if it needs to go overseas. But um, have a look at that. Um, and Michael, once again, thank you very much for being on board um, for your first your first session, right? with the PM Growth Expert Show as a panellist. This is awesome. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. And um, see you next time. If you're Bye.